Hello and welcome to episode number 363 of the Super Horror Bros podcast. I'm your host Matt and joining me as always is my brother Mike. Hello. How's it going? Pretty good, pretty good. We are back, uh, back after a fun little time talking about some Wes Craven last week. Which is always it. a good time, yes. And uh, obviously it was our sort of last proper film for that list, which is crazy that we finally finished it. So hopefully people have checked that one out because not only did we talk, you know, mostly about My Soul to Take, um, but we kind of did mm-hmm. like a big sort of post-mortem, I guess you could call it, at the end. Conclusion, um, yeah. Yeah, where we kind of did like a mini roundup of a lot of the films and talking obviously about the, the completed list for now and some, some potential epilogue material. Um, so that was great. Um, but yeah, we're back to our, our normal grind this week. Um, seeing a movie that we kind of uh, has been out for a little bit that we both wanted to see um, mm. after seeing the trailer um, a few months back, uh, which is The Blackening. Um, which we'll get to shortly um, and obviously we're very close to some big releases now just a few weeks away from the new saw um crazy right yeah it's like the 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 marketing is really ramping up where i keep seeing it on buses again now um and obviously like online and tv it's got a heavy presence so like they're really pushing this um and it looks good so uh, fingers What's crossed it's like they finally figured it out. Like even just seeing it on a bus saying Saw X with like that person with the tubes on their on their face. Mm. Like it, it's just it sells itself. Like everyone knows what Saw is. So like why on earth would you release Saw movies that aren't called Saw? Like it's just it's so yeah. brain dead from like a marketing standpoint, let alone the fact that it was just a bad decision anyway. Um, yeah. you know, it's, you, it's wild. You know, I think we've spoken about it a lot, but it is wild when you think um I could see when we're in the height of getting them every year, maybe try and mix it up a bit. But when you're like coming yeah. back after a decade and you're like, oh, yeah, I'm not going to call it a Saw movie. I'm like, mm. I'll get the fuck out. Like, <laughs> yeah. it doesn't make any sense. No, it's just a terrible, terrible decision. Like, so you've got to then remind people what Saw is establish that this is a saw movie not called saw and then be like oh yeah and it's but it's something different as well like they were just trying so many different things whereas like say this feels a lot more simple to obviously bring back tobin as the sort of lead role for the first time in a very long time um, with him being the lead so yep very very excited for that one um but yeah, news this week. There's only one news item that I could find um, worth talking about, and it's this is a weird one actually because we're yeah we're right on the edge of um, <laughs> we're right on the edge of of the return of Chucky um, very soon. I didn't expect it to be in the news, but this is a strange one, and it's like. I mean, it's strange for many reasons, but for me, it's weird how late they decided to tell us this. Because it's like, you guys must have known about this for a while, and you're only just now. I mean, there's been trailers out there, and, you know, we knew the release date when it was coming out. And now they've just been like, by the way, this is a bit of a shitter. Um, so, yeah, obviously, season three returns on October 4th, um, airing weekly like it normally right? does. What's that? I'm going to get upset, aren't I? Well, it's just a weird one. So, um, yeah, it is returning on October 4th, um, but not all of it. Because apparently the season three is not done, um, which this is where it gets into so many little wrinkles because like everyone's reporting it's it's presumably because of the strikes right now. 
but they haven't mm. come out and said anything which is already like annoying um because you just have to assume so much here so like we can either assume that or not i, I don't think it's too relevant to this individual story um but what we do know is that we, yeah we're getting four episodes um and then the remainder are assuming another four sometime next year in 2024 um which again i know i'm kind of being very down right now but like four episodes feels like nothing especially if something like chucky um i feel like you've just kind of get going into like the new season and it's just gonna end um and i feel like they probably haven't prepared like it doesn't it's probably not going to feel like a mid-season break anyway which i also think is nonsense because chucky is like a relatively small show we're not talking about something like stranger things that is like Mm. got so much going on and and plenty and you know a whole plethora of other big shows um where they could pull that off because there's a lot going on it's it's chucky like it's a very simplistic thing that we very much enjoy for what it is um you know we really hope that season three is a return to form after a, a fairly you know um inconsistent to say the least season two and now they're saying like oh yeah we've only got four episodes and if again we are to assume it's because of the strike which is what everyone is just assuming right now because they're not fully telling us the whole story to me that's even worse because it's not looking great and people need to stay strong out there and this could last potentially this time next year going into you know another year beyond that so i think to release half anything right now is absurd like i'm frustrated that we you know we're gonna have to wait for stranger things we're gonna have to uh, wait for rings of power i'm currently waiting for severance like these are already annoying but i'd rather just wait until they're ready whereas Mm. this feels like they're going ah we kind of got some of it out let's strike while the iron's hot because yeah who knows when the rest of this is going to get finished if it's because of the strike which again we are only assuming Um, the other elephant in the room is Mm. the you know if it I gets cancelled. Exactly. <laughs> I can only speak for our own reception of the last series of Chucky. And considering we are, like, in the, the like, 1% of, like, people that love Chucky. Yeah. And we really didn't like that last season that that strongly. Mm. You know, so if, if these four episodes come out and they suck, like, is that it? Do we do we get Chucky cancelled mid-season and never come back and get him? <laughs> you know, that's... Mm. That's terrifying because it was already fairly wild to me that this got greenlit as cleanly as it did. Yeah. Um, so, you know, that's that's my concern that, that we get to a world where we get four episodes of Chucky and that's it. Mm. Yeah, um, I think, I think that's an be... absolute reality mm. and, and something mm. and, and is a huge possibility. Like, I think that's a really good point to make is that, yeah, this for me was a show that was very lucky to get a third season i was very thankful for but i was extremely shocked given that like you said i don't think there's like a huge fan base at this point um but then you're dividing that dwindling fan base each time by releasing a not so stellar season two off the back of a very awesome season one to then do this where it's like are you really gonna let people be hyped for return of chucky only release half the season then hope that they'll return let's just say this comes back in may are people still going to care? Are we still going to remember where we're at seven, mm. six months later? Um, it's wild, isn't it? It's very strange. Like, I feel like this just kind of got put out there of like, 
And again, I just don't really see the reception too much, and certainly not with something like Chucky that I think does have a smaller audience. But I didn't really see people be like, huh? Which was like my initial reaction when I read this. You know, this wasn't when Netflix did their whole blowout of Stranger Things, and they announced the final season, they announced the two dates for the two parts of the current season and all that stuff. Like, it was it was so clear what the plan was. Um, and again, I know that was a pre-strike world, but like, if this is because of strike, they should have just said, look, season three will, will hopefully be ready when it's ready, but we can't do it right now because of the strike. I think if they'd have said that, everyone would have understood. Yeah. Like, like I say, like, no one would have said like, oh, boohoo, give me my show now. And if, and if they'd have said, well, there's only half of it, I'd be like, oh yeah, give me that half. Like, no, surely no one's that selfish and greedy. Like, we all know that there's a massive shift going on right now in the entertainment industry that is very very important um and and if us having to wait an extra year or two for our favorite tv shows to return then so be it but like this is just such a strange call i think um so yeah i don't even it it really bums me out as well because chucky's one of those shows that i love watching week to week and having those chats um yeah but i know for a fact that if we weren't doing this podcast there is no way on earth i'd watch half a season of the show like just no way. If I was just a fan right now, I know. I even know. As a I'm huge Chucky fan. I I yeah, I'd just be like four episodes. I'm good. Yeah, I'll get them and then I'll wait mm-hmm. and then whenever they're all out, I'll watch them and I'll enjoy it. Because yeah, watching four episodes weekly and then not knowing, like I say, it's not even if they just said uh, February it's back. We don't know. There's no date. Um, which again, Chucky is so based upon Halloween, so maybe they're already aiming for halloween like god who knows man um real bummer i really didn't want to have to talk this negatively about chucky so close to its return um yeah but it is what it is we have to be honest and yeah this is just a bad call i think like you say if it's not ready that sucks as a fan perspective but just delay it you know Mm -hmm. so we shall see that maybe who knows like we're still a couple of weeks away from this so i'll 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 have to really reconsider what i want to do like i still want to watch it but i just know for my own personal enjoyment i probably would have had a better time and that's what i'd recommend people do as well like it sucks that i'm recommending people to not watch the new season but that's what i would do if i didn't you know if i didn't have yeah. this podcast um i think i think but, that's the thing that that's disappointing about it is that you know it it's just hard to to get excited about it and and yeah if these four episodes are banger and then the rest of the season is incredible Mm. you know then then great but it is just you know it just does feel weird and especially you know as much as we laugh and joke over the years about walking dead that had one of the most terrible you know really truly terrible releases of seasons where it was like one of the seasons just went on for about four and a half years Mm. You know, and and I just was, you know, it just made no sense. And like, yeah, ultimately, when you're watching the show, does it really matter? But it just, it's just incredibly jarring. And it's like with this, yeah, you know, we could, you know, we're, we're probably talking, you know, what's the minimum gap between episode four ended and episode five beginning for Chucky? Yeah, I think at least four you know, months is like a minimum. Yeah, and I think that's outrageous. And, and with the mm. landscape of things right now, incredibly unlikely. Yeah. you know and and so it could easily be 12 18 months yeah i'm i'm really confused by this like i want to mm. actually do some more digging because i've just kind of read this on the face of it and and gone with it with the news but the more i think about it the more i think like especially because they haven't come out and said it's because of the strike everyone is assuming that and mm. almost using that as like a shield is like oh well you know you can't criticize chucky because this other thing has happened 
But like, I really want to just be like, are they just? Did they just not have the shit ready? Like, season <laughs> yeah, season three got green lit so late, as we recall, like into this year, where we had both just thought, like, oh yeah, the show's done, and we'd both said, like, I'd rather they just at least say it's done rather than we just wait. And it's one of those like, I remember, um, was it Hannibal? I think was the one, or did that find, get cancelled? There was one of these shows where people just every few years, or like, um. Mindhunter is a good example currently on Netflix right now of like it, it's never been officially cancelled but we pretty much know it's not coming back because David Finch has just said like yeah it just takes up too much of his time for like how many people actually like it which sucks because Mindhunter is fucking awesome mm. um, but I didn't want it to be like that if we're just in this grey area so they announced the season 3 which was great but they announced it I want to say in like April or something like it was very late on and then straight into pre-production and, and of course by that point it was just before the strike started as well so um, who knows That's maybe they weird, though. like what isn't ready like mm do we have scripts but because we don't have yeah. actors right now or do we not have scripts or actors or it could be that is is this just an excuse you know it's yeah just, it's very strange i could see it being that what you just said of like because we obviously this has become so much more bigger than just the writing at this mm. point and it's why so i i was reading that it's the reason why dune part two has currently been delayed because that was supposed to be coming out obviously this year and it's not right they've got some reshoots or something no it's because the actors won't be able to promote the film right now oh okay Bam, and uh, so yeah. obviously that that has huge stars in it like zendaya and timothy chalamet and people like they need those people out there talking about dune you know so it makes sense that why they've literally pulled it just for marketing reasons like that movie is 100 percent done um so yeah that's another like fascinating wrinkle to this whole uh, situation um but yeah very interesting one indeed well i'm sure we'll have more to talk about that one in the future um but yeah shall we talk about this week's film let's do it let's talk about the blackening So, yeah, I'm trying to remember when we first heard about this one. Um, it was on my radar, like, definitely at the yeah. start of the year. Yeah, like, I, I mean, I remember the trailer more than anything, seeing the mm, trailer for the first time and being like, oh, okay, this kind of looks fun. Yeah. Because um, I think that's the thing. Like, when I think when I initially heard of it and heard the premise and stuff, I was a bit like, oh, I don't know if it, like – whether this is going to work and and what what really is it going to be and i think the first trailer that we saw did a really good job of giving you you know arguably the best humor from the whole movie Mm. and kind of telling you what it's all about and um yeah i remember post seeing the first trailer thinking okay i'm quite excited for this like it could be this could be quite funny yeah, I remember the same. Like, I remember sort of vaguely hearing about it and being like, oh, okay, that could be cool, but I'm not sure it's something I'd be into. But then, mm. yeah, when we saw the trailer and it got me, it, I, I was laughing in the cinema multiple times at the trailer, um, which is rare because normally I don't even try and watch trailers. So the fact that it, it grabbed my attention enough to watch it and be engaged enough to find its humor funny, I was like, oh, we definitely need to see this. Um, so, yeah, this is clearly a, a comedy horror hybrid. Um, but, yeah, what is The Blackening about? Oh, the blackening! It's um, it's a strange movie <laughs> <laughs> where I think you know because the biggest thing is is that um, off the bat, like 
is this more of a comedy spoof or is this more of a horror movie with comedy? Yeah. You know, because I think we have, you know, there's two very different distinctions there. You know, is it a scary movie or even say Shaun of the Dead or is mm. it, you know, um, a whole plethora of horror movie that, that, you know, Happy Death Day and things like that, where it's like, yeah, you've got these funny moments, but it is a horror movie, you know. Um, I was trying to think, what the hell is that Vince Vaughn one? That was one I was trying to think of. Oh, Freaky, yeah. Freaky, yeah, those sorts was, of ones. I was thinking you know? of Violent Night, which is like, it's a great yeah, horror film Night, yeah. that is funny, I mean, whereas this is the Violent, opposite. <laughs> yeah, Violent Night's a weird one where it's almost 50-50. Yeah. Um, but, but yeah, this this to me definitely is a is a comedy that, that is mm. centered around a horror movie, you know, cl- clearly a horror movie trope and, and a horror yeah. movie situation. You know, this isn't, you know, this isn't like us getting into the genre of it. It's just to give like an idea of where they're coming from with it, because I think that's that's important. Yeah, um, even if you look at the title and obviously the the poster, um, which says we can't all die first, yeah, you brilliant. know, so it's immediately playing into that joke, which has, you know, been long um, running of the black character dying first in the horror film. And that's kind of like the best jumping off point, I think, of this film is like mm. that's a very specific trope about black characters in horror films and then this kind of just pulls all of those from like all different types of films all different caricatures all different tropes a lot lot to do with like more focused on black culture but also just horror in general really um and just tries to lampoon them all in the most sort of comedic way possible really yeah and basically the yeah the 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 kind of plot of this is that a group of i think it's seven friends um go away to stay in this cabin um it seems like they're a group of like it's almost like a school reunion where they're these Mm. group of friends but they haven't met for years and or some of them haven't met for years anyway some are closer than others and yeah they they got this cabin for the weekend and kind of um the opening scene we see the two people kind of play this game uh that they end up going to the game room and there's this very strange game called the blackening which is uh um this this <laughs> it's almost jumanji like board mm. game but then <laughs> instead of like the the mystic kind of ball in the middle you have a, a incredibly weird blackface that, yeah that jumanji, but racist <laughs> yeah yeah it's like, yeah basically it's racist jumanji yeah um and very quickly our characters when they play the game Although they don't start playing the game until probably half an hour into the movie. Yeah, like post, when they start playing post, it properly, yeah. Yeah, like post-opening scene, we then get back to the game about half an hour in. And it is, um, yeah, basically uh, almost sore-like with the trap. Like, you must play the game or someone will die. And if you lose, you will die. And there is no way to seemingly win. Um very and, and, like in fact because we have like a voice talking to them yeah. we have footage on a on a video screen as well yeah exactly all, all of those things um but i think um ultimately the the the, the comedy because i think like all of that horror stuff like it was a decent setup and i think the the jokes that were in the the trailer really kind of you know, quite landed with me and thought, oh, that's going to be, you know, they're going to get the comedy right and then we're going to get some horror in there. And ultimately, this movie does really lean into the comedy and it just felt, like, dumb more than funny. 
I didn't. I don't know how often I laughed outside of the jokes that are in the trailer, and just just started to roll my eyes more than anything. And then I got to the point that I wasn't even rolling my eyes anymore, and I was just sick and tired of characters making dumb decisions and doing dumb things. And I think like I think ultimately like that could be on me that I was wanting more of a horror movie than a comedy. But just every time we got to like any scene where we were gonna potentially get horror or a cat and mouse or anything like that it, it just um went really silly and 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 but but i i just didn't find it funny and i think um there was like the clearest um like i don't like i don't want to give it credit to 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 say that the movie wanted it to be intentional but it was like so obvious who was going to be the killer yeah <laughs> to the but i'm like did the movie want it to be obvious like i don't know whether it did or didn't or whether mm. it was just that stupid um you know there there is one character that's not like the others and it's just like yeah so ridiculous and and yeah by the end of it i was i was very ready for it to end really i didn't like i said i think the the horror the, the setup is very horror and and throughout the whole movie the whole cat and mouse and this board game and these killers and everything else is is very horror movie ish but just there's no real horror movie or suspense in here and 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 then it's a case of okay is it a good comedy and for me like it absolutely didn't land um, like I said I, I don't remember many jokes outside of the uh the trailer um landing apart from the very end when mm. they're all kind of like having a little chat and we get a couple of post-credit scenes like i found a couple of them a bit funny <laughs> but but i really didn't find a lot in this funny and i think ultimately this movie needs to be judged more as a comedy horror than a horror comedy and and yeah it it, it, it really didn't deliver on both yeah i think that's fair i think um like you say, you you have to make the distinction right off the bat about what type of the actual genre of this film. Because again, when you talk about comedy horror, that is such a huge umbrella that encompasses so many different films at this point. And so like you say, you have to really immediately say, no, 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 this is a comedy that is leaning into horror tropes. And that's where all a lot of its comedy is. <clears throat> But it's never trying to be a horror film. Never. Um, it's using tropes of there's a killer and oh, he's going to get back up and oh, let's all pick weapons in the house that are all, you know, to varying degree of stupidity. And, you know, all of these classic tropes, you know, again, like we, we saw all, a lot of these same gags in Scary Movie back in the day. Um, and I feel like there's a lot of Scary Movie DNA over this film. Mm. Um where it really did remind me of that the type of film that was made in that era, um, which was actually something I really liked about this film and just found it so endearing of like, this didn't feel like a 2023 film at all. Um, it just feels like movies like this aren't made anymore because it is so stupid. And I feel like uh, we are a lot more serious now and it's very hard to just put out a ludicrously dumb comedy. Um, but the horror doesn't, like I say, it's not going for that. It's just there as the dressings of a comedy. And so we are in a weird predicament because then it's like, okay, so what did you think of the comedy? And I think it's totally fair for you to say that obviously you didn't find it that funny. I, I didn't find it massively funny. I, I probably found it more funny. Um, but I agree that, like, by far the best jokes are in the trailer. Um, and it's such a shame because that is hilarious. It's so funny. Um, and it did get me, again, watching it here. And it is that classic thing of you get the same setup 
up um which for people that haven't seen in the trailer it's like one of the games they play where it's like oh the black character always dies first you have to choose who's the blackest and they're gonna die and like it's such a good premise for comedy because you then have these seven characters all you know debating and um pushing each other down and and trying to you know diminish their qualities and it it just there's so much good comedy there and so yeah some of the jokes are from the trailer but there's still loads in there like the guy with the gun and the guy with the white wife and stuff like there's just there's so many good jokes in there like that whole section was awesome um but it's just such a shame that the that energy isn't carried over because then there'll be like long stretches of the movie like there's a part where they split up um which again is like a trope that they use and they lean into and that setup is funny of them you know announcing they need to set up and stuff you know very self-aware of the horror oh. tropes but then once we do split up the gang it it lost so much of its charm for me um and luckily they're not separate for too long they kind of then find a reason to put, put them all back together um but that's when it really that sort of 20 minutes or whatever it was really dragged because i was like man i liked this group together because they were all so different and you would have a lot more variety in the comedy where you wouldn't know who would say the next dumb one-liner because there's seven people in a room whereas once you then split them off into twos and threes i feel like that really limits the comedy and some of the characters that i found funny in the group when they were in like a duo or trio weren't funny at all um which i found to be a problem so again you know we're talking about comedy here a lot because that's what this is um and it's a shame because i think that what we've seen recently even though something like violent night is clearly going a lot more to be a horror film but like you can do both if you strive to it and want to achieve that and i think it's purely an intent because what they had in here in terms of the horror was decent but it just they didn't care enough about it where they pretty much have one thing they continually use which is like the crossbow Mm. which is cool and it's like a unique twist you know it's not just a dude with a knife running around and that stuff does look good but they very much they they were like okay we know how to make an arrow going into someone look decent so we're (laughs) just going to use that for the whole film and there's almost no use of any sort of violence or any sort of threat in the entire film that isn't from a crossbow if the Um, killer got too close he'd be so confused as mm. to what to do yeah you see that in the film as well which again that does at least make sense you know that that these are like pretty incompetent people there's even a point where he's like oh you don't even know how to fight which is which is another good joke um Mm. so yeah it's it's a weird one because i I do think it's probably slightly too long as well like i I really want my comedies especially to be shorter um (laughs) not that this is like super long but it just would have been nice to get to like i say there's such an obvious quote-unquote twist and it would have been nice to get to that a bit quicker because I'm 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 really happy it turned out to be correct because I was totally with you of like the second this started I was like oh well he's the one you know and like maybe that's just like the scary movie super fan in me where I was like oh I want them to do their version of scary movie which I think is what they were going for um and it, and so I was happy with that but yeah it's it was a weird one like I I think it mostly delivered what I wanted in the sense of I thought this would just be a really dumb comedy um which i think it was and i think that they clearly pulled that off and i would have a good time with it but yeah if it was something that i would really like and continually want to watch in the future it would need to also have the horror element to then go into that that category of good comedy horrors because like when i remember this going forward 
all I'm going to remember is some good jokes. There's not going to be a single moment of horror. I'll, I'll forget at some point there was even a killer and there yeah. was even like a whole game, you know, and choosing because that's like ultimately what the film should have been about. Like the game part goes again is is just comedy like that whole bit when they're doing the question and answers again i think that's really funny that first time they like reintroduce the game i think you that's know, the thing they could have been cooler challenges and stuff and different mm. things with the game and and like you know characters dying because of that whereas you know essentially the the game is like has these fun moments they answer some questions right and then and then they just get asked who's the blackest and then they mm-hmm. just keep reverting back to that throughout the rest of the movie. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, I did find that disappointing um, because yeah, the, the game could have been more cool. Um, you know, I especially liked it when they were like, name, name, a name, a black character that survived a horror movie. Mm, yeah. Like, was... Damn. <laughs> yeah. Like I really, what, what I feel like, with? I can't even know. Like probably the, the, I don't even know what the character's name is. The I oh, know he doesn't. He doesn't live. Never mind. <laughs> I would have went for Chris <laughs> from Get Out. <laughs> I, I was gonna. I was gonna. I went for Mindy and Chad. Yeah. Oh yeah. Nice. Or four baby. <laughs> yeah. Um. But yeah, I do think there is like you say, there's some cool stuff in there, and I feel like I, I think also it is worth noting that I think this isn't for me. Like this, like no. a movie like The Craft Legacy is a similar one where I watch it and I enjoyed it, but I know that was made for a female audience. And this is clearly made for the black audience. Like there's no doubt about it because there's, and again, I found enjoyment in it, but there is like, a, there was, I was surprised at the amount of references that I just didn't get. There was like words or names of things where I was like, I don't know what that is. And like, I have a fairly yeah. good grasp on like references usually, but like I was stunned by the amount of things that I even Googled a couple of them to be like, are these just things they're making up? But they were things <laughs> that I just hadn't heard of. Um, so I was like, oh, okay, no, this is definitely made. And maybe that's more of like, it could be an American thing as well, but it's definitely made for a black American audience. And I think that, this is one of those films that I'm sure would have teared the roof off if you were in like a black audience in America watching this, um, mm. because people are going to love all of the references and jokes. And like I say, I, th- I still had a good time with it, even though it's like a white guy from England watching it. And I, and like I say, I feel like I'm not the target audience for this. So um, yeah, it was, it was mostly what I wanted. Like I think comedy wise, it was cool. Um, I just would have liked a bit more horror. Um if it was something that I would have, like I say, then really enjoyed and really wanted to champion. But failing that, it's like, yeah, it's a cool comedy, but now I've heard the jokes. I wouldn't, I could never watch this again because, like I say, the best jokes were already in the trailer. And now I've heard all the rest of them that were, like, good the first time. But it, it would grate on me more now. Not yeah, this wouldn't be, like, a, other stuff. you know, like, scary movie that you can watch over and over again with the jokes. It's like, yeah. yeah. And I think that's a problem that the because you you said the jokes from the trailer kind of did land second time round, and they mm. they they kind of did for me but definitely like you know you you talk of like you know cinema drop off like mm. week one to week two that's kind of what happened with me with this with yeah. these jokes that like because it was a second time hearing them they they just landed significantly less yeah um, they definitely did i was like waiting for the trump joke because it's like yeah. it's such a good joke in the trailer and it's like it's a shame because in that moment in the film it would have killed me but i was just yeah. waiting for him to say it you know so i agree with you like that's such a difficult thing to pull off really is like 
especially mm. when you've seen you know we we notoriously don't watch trailers but it's a shame because yeah. it's like we probably wouldn't have watched this film had we not enjoyed the trailer no exactly yeah, i also I now wish i hadn't seen the trailer because <laughs> yeah. i would have enjoyed it slightly more <laughs> i think as well like you know we we talk a lot about trailers and from from a horror sense but i think trailers for comedies are mm. like just so difficult yeah because you know if you're gonna ruin a load of the jokes in it it you know it makes it so difficult but then if you don't tell some of the jokes you're not getting the the idea of the comedy you know Mm. and it's just you know i think with with horror you can see the stalking and see the premise without going too far into the movie and our problem is you've got to you know horror movie trailers have to stop that Mm. and not give us too much and then you can still deliver a good trailer but with you know you can't just deliver a a setup without a punchline of a joke you know it just doesn't work that way so you, yeah. you you know i think i think comedy trailers are even more difficult to achieve than horror and we already have a huge problem with horror yeah and i think that they they ultimately did the right decision of like they mm. had to put those banger jokes in the trailer like say that yeah. that whole that part of the movie when they're having to choose who to who to die to, who's the blackest that is like the funniest joke and it, and it really is like oh. the root of a lot of the comedy like I say because they keep yeah. going back to it and it also has a very important not to spoil anything but like a, an important plot reason as well um so, you know it's, it's kind of like the entire reason why the film exists so yeah it's it, i don't blame them for putting it in there um but yeah one like final sort of criticism as well which again we've kind of touched upon but like in terms of the lack in the horror um this has like a laughably low body count which <laughs> yeah. again like i get what they're going for because they have such a fun gang of characters that it, it does become less funny the less characters you have and and there's already the fact that i think one of the funniest characters is one of the only ones who's off screen for a a considerable amount of time was a downfall of the film um but that again is something that i think distinguishes something like scary movie is like it continually has it had great kills it had consistent kills and they were all hilarious as well you know whether it's like the girl being beheaded and still talking or like the girl getting stuck in the um like the cat flap in the garage, like all these such funny mm. gags throughout the whole film um, that, that, that add to it, like I say. And I think the reason why I'm bringing up Scary Movie is clearly a um, a, a good thing about this film is like it did remind me of that. For, and like I haven't seen – again, we've covered comedy horror for this podcast, you know, many, many times. Yeah, not something that's got like close to spoof. And I think that's yeah. like where this is really. Exactly. You know? I've never evoked Scary Movie for that reason because it's nothing mm. that we've seen has ever reminded me of Scary Movie. But this did. Like in those wacky moments, in those funny bits, it did. But like I say, we're talking about, a, you know, an all-time classic there. So it's clearly not going to get to that level. But I still had a fun I... time with it. I really think, though, with that, that, like, this movie doesn't go full spoof. And I think that's the problem. Like, I needed to just cut away and see the killer getting high. And just, like, yeah. I re- do you know what I mean? I really needed the dumb shit. Whereas, it, whereas for me, it just felt like it was dumb. But it wasn't funny dumb. And mm-hmm. I think, do you know what I mean? There's just that distinction when these characters are just, like, running around, giving themselves, like, a jar of herbs as a weapon and stuff that, like... <laughs> that just didn't land for me and mm. and whereas if it had been like you know when she's got a gun a knife and a banana and she picks up the banana that's fucking hilarious and scary movie. yeah you know and I, I don't know there was just just something about it where it was like it was dumb but not funny enough uh, just so you know that that example is really like 
the crux of it where there were just multiple things like that and um i think as well like i definitely wasn't enjoying it as much as you by the sounds of it but i was still enjoying the characters and did think they were a good bunch um you know we get a lot of time with their like relationships and friendship Mm. group and everything else and i was you know i was reasonably invested in it all and i think not only do they get separated like for a chunk of the movie but a couple of the characters get like really high and and then just become not funny because they're just playing like high drones of themselves and it was like when it first happened it wasn't it was a bit funny but one character in particular just stays completely high for like the rest of the movie and yeah, so like pretty much one of our leads as well yeah yeah and, and so she just becomes like just just this this passenger at that point and you know and she was really you know yeah one one of the leads you know and i just think you know you, that was a weird choice where i just feel like they could have done the gag and then gotten back and I think that would have been better than, than it just been for the for the rest of the movie then, just a lot of stoner jokes. Yeah, I think that's a good part. I think it's Alison, um, which, yeah, I think she was probably the best character And then up until that mm. point. And then it was weird that, like, yeah, she just kind of almost gets written out of the film because, yeah, she's just like, oh, she's just off her face now. And that's like, the you know, it's very one note. Like, say, once you do that once, which they'd already done with another character – it was like, mm. yep, that's funny. The character's on drugs, cool. And then it's like, oh, now you're doing that with multiple characters now? Like, yeah, that was... that. I don't know, that was like... It's fun when you lean into the tropes because you're aware of it, but that's almost like a trope that they did without being self-aware that, it, that they were doing a trope. <laughs> of mm. like, what you've actually just done now is made one of your more interesting dynamic characters become a one-note joke. And it's like, and I don't think you're aware enough to pull that off in a, in a very meta way. <laughs> yeah, I think um, that's the thing. Like, when you've got a comedy like this, when dumb decisions are then made, you then wonder whether it's like, intentionally dumb or not like Mm -hmm. the whole killer thing and everything else but i just don't i don't necessarily think it is you know whereas you know when you do talk scary movie i think everything in that is intentional yeah definitely it's a shame as well that like with the like the threat of the killer there wasn't better comedy because i really liked early on with the crossbow Mm. like he basically shoots a guy twice and i really liked that it was so dumb and the way that they every character ducks except the one who's already been hit who's like turning around like that that joke really landed for me i did enjoy the whole like that i think that is definitely my favorite part of the movie that wasn't like in the trailer just the, the the whole like people getting shot multiple times and and just like you know that that reminded me of like you know ace ventura sort of yeah, comedy definitely. And, and i was i was definitely on board for that like i kind of needed it to happen a few more times well yeah like they could have even just gone so hard with that where he's the character who's just constantly getting the shit beat out of him which could have been yeah. a funny recurring gag or which is a lot more harder to pull off because then you have to have like really good writing is like in those each moments have funny reasons why the killer is taking people down and like i say aside from that bit then it just reverts to when i'm thinking to like the lake scene and stuff it's just yeah. the killer stalking people with the crossbow and it's not it's not used in a comedic or funny way at all it's just like oh he's just pointing at him and maybe he'll hit them or maybe he won't and like that's just not that interesting whereas yeah early on it's 
if that character was like a porcupine by the end of the yeah show. that would have been great how he's just like why does it always hit me yeah. like yeah that would have been great <laughs> that's the thing like this is a comedy so like he could just have like 12 sticking out of him mm. but it almost it almost felt like they were scared where they were like oh you've been hit like two or three times at this point like it, we can't have that happen again and i'm like man just go large like i say i want him to have like multiple ones and just you know just gets more and more ridiculous and that works as well if you're trying to do what they did, which is that they want to keep this gang together. So they have such a low body count. You know, you can fuck with people without killing them off. Like, and I think that's what mm. they could have done is like, everyone feels so safe throughout this film to the point where really even, felt like there was a threat of death. No, it, it, they really didn't because they they win one on one fights incredibly easy, which is even referenced. And by the end of it, when like they're forced to play the game, they all just say, nah. <laughs> they're just like we just don't want to and and so it really does take the power away from the killer which again I, I guess is what they're going for because by the end of it it's such a laughable threat that we have on display but um yeah it's it's one of those things i say i still enjoyed it overall like my overall thoughts were this was fun i think it delivered the comedy that i wanted from the trailer again it didn't nail every joke but i, I never expect a comedy to do that and i think if i look at the sum of all the jokes by the end of it it was worth watching for me so i had a good time from a comedic aspect um but i just really would have liked more horror i really would have liked more threat and more kind of just memorable horror because aside from just a dude walking around with a crossbow um i'm struggling to remember like anything he did like i remember at one point our characters were just like stuck in a um like a ventilation shaft for ages and and nothing really happened the killer was just kind of walking yeah. around doing nothing it was like watching the killer and like being incredibly loud and the killer knew they were there but then they just didn't really nothing really happened yeah so like stuff like that is frustrating because it takes Our away could have from... got stabbed like a few more times like through the ventilation shaft and yeah. having to keep quiet and stuff <laughs> yeah, exactly. every time that every time the little pokey thing went through it hit him and not the other characters it would have been brilliant I think, again, I, I know we keep bringing it up, but, like, that is the difference. Is like, in Scary Movie, the killer is constantly trying to hurt people and does constantly really hurt yeah. people or kill them. But he always does it in comedy ways. You know, you think about the girl getting interviewed when she's being stabbed to death. Like, there's so many... There's, like, ten examples of that, of, like, funny kills or, or the killer doing funny shit. Mm. And, yeah, like, I wish there was more of that because the killer is ultimately... When he is just this masked presence walking and talking, he's very boring and dull. Um, you know, like, yeah. he doesn't even have any funny quips or anything, and he could play into, like, the black stuff more interestingly because everyone else is so self-aware and so, like poking fun at all the all this all the tropes and everything and i really liked that like the kool-aid joke early on was so great and just all of these different references and stuff but yeah the killer needed to be to be either part of that or like i say a genuine threat and then they ultimately just didn't really do anything with it um mm. but yeah, i still enjoyed this but um it's not something that i'll like you know massively remember because of the lack of horror um i guess i guess should we do you want to do your sort of final thoughts and recommendations yeah i mean i think for me um you know talking about it on a on a horror podcast like you've got to first look at the horror and yeah I, I absolutely wouldn't be recommending it as a horror movie for people to watch that listen to this show um but i also would say that yeah this is not absolutely not trying to be a horror movie mm -hmm. and then beyond that would i recommend it as a comedy and i just think you know Comedy is so subjective, more subjective than horror, and in a lot of ways, because you know, it's just what you find funny. And I and genuinely yeah. think it's the most subjective thing is whether or not you find something funny or not. It's like it's almost yeah. unexplainable. 
Exactly, exactly. And and for me, this didn't land like this. The jokes in the trailer were good. The, there was very few beyond that. And so, yeah, for, for me, I wouldn't recommend this as a comedy that I enjoyed either. You know, I, I wasn't sat there watching it laughing my head off. Mm. Um, you know, like I say, it became a snigger to no, no, rea- you know, just straight, straight reaction just throughout the whole thing to to just eye roll in thinking this is just a bit dumb. So yeah, I, 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 I wouldn't recommend it as a, as a, um, as a comedy either. And I think, you know, I, I did just find it, it just didn't move the needle for me. Really. I think for me, the whole journey was just very flat where I was just, I wasn't entertained, but I also wasn't just pissed off. It just kind of happened. And mm. As I got like an hour in, I was like, oh, okay, this is what it is. And then it started to become a bit of a slog because I knew that it just wasn't going to move the needle for me either way. Yeah. That sounds like a lot of films we've seen this year. Um, It really does. (laughs) No, it really does. Like, I just feel like that's the story of this year, isn't it? Yeah, it definitely is. Like, for me, this, I I wouldn't be offended at this point. (laughs) Like, I just, I want something to, like, like, at least it's going to evoke emotion. Like, yeah, there, there's not a chance that we can get out of this Saw movie and we just be like, yeah, we just we're emotionless. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, we I've just seen so <laughs> many movies that have washed over me, and I think that's why this yeah. one is different for me because I, whilst I pretty much agree with everything you said, like I can't recommend this as a horror film. Absolutely not. What I will say is, like, watch the trailer, and obviously, if it's your type of comedy, I definitely think it's worth a watch. Um, I think it's something that you probably don't have to seek out in terms of you know seeing it at the cinema or, or going out of the way because i'm sure this will end up on like this has got netflix written all over it um so if it's if it ends up on one of those subscription services it's a much easier watch than it is right now um because yeah i'm i'm glad i saw this but it's god it's, it's one of those difficult ones of like i'm glad i spent 90 minutes watching this i had a good time but i couldn't recommend it as a horror film and then as a comedy that's so subjective that like like i say it didn't land for you as much as it did for me mm. and we have very similar tastes in a lot of things yeah. um so let alone people that have very dramatically different tastes like yeah that um, that, that just does totally sum up mm. you know comedy yeah. where like you know we we've done over 300 shows and it's it's rare for our opinion to be you know different but then the second you get into like comedy it's like yeah it it becomes so subjected even when you have very similar tastes yeah definitely so yeah it's a, it's a hard one i say i'm glad i watched yeah. it but i don't think it's one people massively need to seek out and it's not going to be one that people will remember as like oh it's another one of those great films of the year 2023 and i think it's it's sad because i'm struggling to remember any films you know like you say apart from these handful of like and i really could count on one hand of like yeah. these impactful probably not even just horror like impactful films i've seen this year i could probably count on one hand and like that's that's a shame um and again there are some bangers but there probably is only like a couple five. of bangers <laughs> oh yeah don't get me wrong like movies like oppenheimer and scream and and stuff mission like that like yeah mission impossible like i love these films but yeah, there's those three and maybe mm. a couple more. Like, it's yeah. really not I a huge. Think, I think it's just those three, mate. <laughs> well, those are probably my favourite three. Um, yeah. But I loved Unwelcome. Um, obviously, I watched yeah. the men- the menu this year, which I thought was fantastic as well. But then you're already getting to like like the menu is not anywhere near the level of those no. Other you're three, getting so. to like beat here at that point, but like good. Yeah, um, exactly. But um, yeah, it's gonna be a fun top ten this year for sure. There's, it's it's wide open. <laughs> Yeah, it's like how many places can we put The Last of Us in our top ten at this point? Um, yeah, I mean, if we no. if we count each episode as a film, 
Yeah, okay. Well, that's our top ten done. Because then how many episodes was it? Please tell me there was like nine episodes because we could just have Scream and nine I think, episodes. I think it was even like eight or nine, wasn't it? <laughs> I think it was eight or nine, which is perfect I, I, either way. I think it was like eight. Yeah. <laughs> so, eight you know, we're great. sorted. Yeah. Um, At least then we get... Yeah. Oh, no, there was ten. <laughs> no, was there actually? Right. No, no, that's not right. Um, oh, that's fantastic. There was nine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so there's 10 on IMDb because they just have a placeholder for season two. That was why yeah. I said 10. So okay. yeah, there's. <laughs> well, that, that's. Well, there you go. You don't have to tune in for year end now. Guys. Yeah, there's our top 10. <laughs> I mean, I mean, it's just the order of the episodes and where does Scream fit into the 10 as well. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Spoiler alert Scream doesn't get number one. <laughs> 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 what would be funny is though like what what episode would be number one well exactly that's that's what i mean and mm. where would scream rank like would it... you've got you've got the first episode you've got the bill and frank episode you've got the mm. last episode you've got that the, oh the episode in um jackson is one of my happens. favorites oh, i know i just oh happen. this is this is the podcast right now you know you okay, gotta just know where it goes it, it was it was the the episode in jackson for me that was the one i watched the most i, I think that was my favorite because it was yeah. like obviously they pulled so much from part two and yeah. knowing that they hearing neil talk about it and knowing how much they wanted jackson in the original game and how they literally mm. built it as well they just didn't have time to mm. get it in the final game i'm like oh it's so awesome seeing it there where it should have been in the first place um, and it was it was when you got joel became joel he became mm. ellie's parental figure in that episode oh, you know? tommy is so good in that episode as yeah. well like oh, yeah. it's so good i need to that, that, it. i definitely think that's my number one yeah it's uh it's amazing um, it's the one i watched the most yeah, sure. I haven't, I'm I'm looking forward to it. Like I barely rewatched any of them, so yeah, I um, rewatched them all multiple times, and that one I probably watched half a dozen times in that week. That's like, crazy. I, I lost my fucking mind when lost um when when uh, Last of Us was on. Like, yeah. absolutely lost my mind. Definitely. Um, but I have got the 4K sat here, but I just don't want to do it because Same. I know when I do that rewatch, I then have to wait until 2030. Mm. Yeah, I know I need to figure out some way of like I'll watch it and then I'll play the games, but like I've played the games so recently and like the games are so further from the TV carbon. show. Yeah, I know that's what you I need to do. Yeah. It's that. it's just wait, waiting for all these shows now. I know we mentioned it at the start of the show as well, but like oh it's gonna be painful. Like you it, I think that's the thing is I I want to forget because I love The Last of Us. It makes perfect like I'm not I'm not desperate for it because I already have part two in a different form. And also, technically, if they waited four or five years, it would actually be the best thing for the story. <laughs> mm. Like, obviously, as a yeah. fan, I want it now. But it, let's just say yeah, they waited four years. A bit more. Yeah, like it would it would be perfect for the show. Um, yeah. And it would give them time to really nail something that is going to be an almost impossible task in adapting that second game as well. Um, um, I got a question for you yeah are we still in the movie review right we now? are yeah we'll wrap up yeah we are this is our, this is our okay. discussion on the blackening can you not tell oh shit i, I don't know anymore <laughs> <laughs> i really don't know um but yeah that was our discussion on the blackening uh, we'll take a quick break and we will be right back
So yeah, now we're back. <laughs> oh, it gets kooky, doesn't it? It does. Yeah, you know, we've got to keep ourselves entertained at some point. Um, yeah, because these fucking movies don't. So <laughs> something's got to. Hey, this one was good. I like this one more. Um, I tell you, I tell you, else, I tell you what doesn't entertain me as well. Mm. Do you want to know what doesn't entertain me? I'd love to know what doesn't entertain yeah. you. Yeah, American Horror Story. <laughs> <laughs> oh damn it! I'm sorry. I decided to watch, uh, especially because I, season twelve is pretty much premiering, premiering today. I think. Yeah. <laughs> um, but but I decided to watch season eleven because I couldn't bear to like have a gap. <laughs> yeah. And um, it 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 wasn't a great season. Um, you watched the whole thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. Yeah. At least you caught um, up now. And did you watch yeah. all of that bloody spinoff as well? Yes, mate. God, you're a psychopath. Sometimes, sometimes that can be a machine. Your your ability um, to watch TV is like I can't even fathom it. Yeah, well, you know, watch is a strong word. Yeah, but, um, it's certainly there in the room, and mm. I'm in the same room. <laughs> um, I'd say that much for it. But yeah, but yeah, I I found this season disappointing. I found the horror to be very light. Um, there was the, in like. I remember like thinking and when I was watching it how light the horror was and then there was a jump scare that really got me in like one of the later episodes and I was like oh yeah it still, <laughs> still can do it it can still do it um but I think I got to about episode three and I suddenly realized what the end game was like there was this clear message that they were going for and it was a clear this is what the this is what this is this is what i i don't want to spoil it in case you do watch it but like oh the, your message is this and all of the events are just going to be centered around what that message is and i was like oh god damn it please don't be right and then when i got to the beginning of the finale and i was like motherfucker that's exactly what it is and like the 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 season ends in episode nine and then mm. episode 10 is basically them just like playing a song going like, we fucking did it. Here's our message for like 40 minutes. <laughs> like, Oh, did we tricked you? We fucking tricked you. And I was just sat there the whole 40 minutes going, you fucking didn't. I saw this coming a mile off and I can't believe that you've now put a 40 minute episode kind of like, haha, we did it. We tricked you. And this is our cool message. That, uh, honestly, it triggered me. <laughs> um but yeah i i didn't i just didn't find it an enjoyable season like um and it's you know i i don't i can't talk about like too much of the plot without spoiling it but it but it is kind of like this this killer that's going around killing people in the gay community and this kind of um reporter and cop who are a couple that are kind of trying to unearth what's going on with like a bunch of other characters and um uh the the subplot is that there's like this contagion that's going around and this virus that's affecting these animals and starting to show in people as well and kind of it's got these two different parallel storylines and it's you know early doors i you know when i watched the first couple of episodes i was like oh i wonder how they're going to be linked together and then like i say when it when it clicked i was like oh God damn it! Please don't, please don't do that. And and yeah, they they absolutely did. Mm. So yeah, I found I found it very disappointing. Yeah, how one, um, one of my least favorites. 
Yeah, really, so you know, what is it? Is like three, right? Like, I'm trying to think, I, like, I, other than other than Roanoke, I can't remember a season that I like disliked. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to remember, and then I'm trying to think because Roanoke was the one with the house, wasn't it? Like in the middle of nowhere. Like, yeah, it was terrible. Yeah, I think I like that more. Really, Christ! <laughs> I can't even fathom like like. A, sh- a season of tv as bad as that there's no way i'm finishing like i just i would watch like an episode and be done um but i do want to give it a shot because like i say it is weird for me that i've just there's this one season that i've not seen but then to be fair it's going to be two seasons soon because i don't are you i'm guessing you're going to watch are you going to watch the new one yeah like i'm ready because that's the thing like i was excited to, to delve into this and just it just did not you know grip me at all um yeah. And so I'm excited to see what the new season might hold. Um, and, uh, you know, it might, I think with, with the American horror story, it's much better to binge watch it. Um, yeah, definitely. I think like, I, I do not see a world where I could have watched the season 11 weekly and got to the end of it. But the fact that I could do it in like three sittings, um, yeah. you know, it, it, it was how I got through it. So like, I, I, I want them to build up a bit. I think I'd like to at least get to like the, like, I don't even know. I couldn't tell you what episode was the Halloween episode. Mm, yeah. That's In, been, that's been consistent with the last few seasons. though. Yeah. Which is a shame. Yes. Yeah, so, like I'm, I'm not really in the mood for it, so I don't think I'm going to watch it. And I like, I want to be excited for American horror story again. Like long-term listeners will know how much I used to love the show. Um, and it's not like it, it dramatically fell off. It was just the case of, I don't know whether I grew out of it. And, and certainly that, that, um, that mini series, you know, the American horror stories didn't help things. Um, yeah, I think that's the wheels off altogether for you. Yeah, well, like seeing that and obviously seeing like a lot of familiar cast members and stuff. And it just it 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 made it less fun for me. It made it a lot more less exciting to, to be, you know, enthused for a new season of American Horror Story. I think um, I loved Apocalypse like season eight. I remember looking forward to that for so long and kind of them tying up a lot of these loose ends from season one and Murder House. Like that for me was so special. Um, and it was like a slow decline with like 84, 1984, like started well. And then for me just fizzled out and then double feature. I'd, I can't really remember anything about that. It's like, Oh, it was kind of cool, you know, with these like creatures and like, you, you know, you take this thing and you, if you're talented, you know, it's good for you. Or if you're not, you basically become like a zombie. But like, I think that was a really good, like, idea and mm-hmm. it, i enjoyed the first half of that season and i was gonna I, say yeah because that was hated, half of it <laughs> yeah i hated the second half of the series yeah because then they just tried to do like an aliens thing but and again mm. like that could be cool but they just didn't know what to do with it so yeah i'm i want to be in a place to be excited for american horror story i'm just not right now um but uh yeah we've got we've got loads of good shit though like i say i'm really excited for creep show and, and obviously chucky and stuff but um i will briefly mention but i i have just over the past weekend um finished my recent rewatch of lost um which was a very emotional time for me watching the finale um every time i get around to it i just get so excited and i kind of like I'd watched the penultimate episode, you know, and leading up to it, and it's like, and it's like a movie length, you know, it's like an hour and forty-four minutes, and I was putting it off for like a couple of days because when, when you watch it, you know, you're done at that point, and it really is that like, God, this the second it ends, all I want to do is just watch the first episode again, 
And like, I don't have that about anything. And I get why people have that now with their favorite things. And like a lot of people do just do that. They just continually roll through it. You know, and whenever you finish, you just go straight back into it. And this was the first time where I was like, I was so close to just putting on the first episode. Um, especially because of how perfectly it ends for me and, and kind of tying it back to so much of season one that it does almost feel like this continuous time loop that I could just exist in that forever. And I certainly will watch it again. I'll watch the show forever. Um, I don't know you when think there's I'll... a way to watch Lost where you watch the final season first? And well, then there is... start season one, and then get to the point that they push the 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 the, uh, the the bomb goes off, and then you just stop. You could, yeah, like so. There, there, that would be one interesting way, and th- that would be something like to see the later re- seasons, which is something that I was looking forward to on this rewatch because I've mm. watched like the early ones more. Um, even though I do think like season one is probably the best season. Um, yeah. but there is someone has made an edit online, which is available in like full HD called chronologically lost. <laughs> and they've yeah. edited every single scene of the entire, like 120 episodes. And like, it sounds fascinating, but it sounds almost awful because to yeah. not go into too much spoilers, cause I won't start where the show actually starts way, way in the past. <laughs> so but, like, you get <laughs> yeah like you get all this mad shit and and it's mm. like and obviously you get a lot of stuff in season six that's like that will be right off the bat and then you get all of the flashbacks so you yeah. get every single character because someone said i think it's like 30 hours until you get on the plane and, <laughs> and, and it's crazy that it's that early yeah and then it's crazy because you then have like there are so many scenes in lost that are told from multiple perspectives so they yeah. do a split screen and they said, like, on the plane crash, it's almost unwatchable because there's, like, 12 screens on, on at once. <laughs> and and it's just, it sounds, like, ridiculous, where I'm like, oh, it would be fun to watch Lost in a completely different way. And maybe I'll, like, give it, like, I, what I really like is the idea of watching all the flashbacks in order. I think that would be fascinating. The um, thing that sounds amazing, though, imagine, like, watching Lost and waiting, like, 30 hours for that plane crash. Like, the second mm. you, you're in the airport... Like you get to the point chronologically that that your characters are in the airport, you'd be like giddy with excitement. (laughs) Yeah, well, I was reading someone's review of it who had never seen Lost. Oh my god! Yeah, I know. I know. Like, I, I, I felt so disgusted, like even hearing someone say that. But I was like, this is a unique perspective that I'm glad. Like, I hope no one else in the world has this perspective. But I'm glad that one psycho that did it wrote their thoughts down because I would like to hear what they, what their opinion is. And they, they ended up really liking Lost off the back of watching the whole thing, which I thought was interesting. Um, but they said, like, for them, obviously, when you get to the plane crash, you, you have so much context about every single character. And, like, that is fascinating. Um, It's so funny how there's, like, a lot of scenes that don't work as well. Because, again, I'm not going to spoil anything, but season five deals with It's not funny. It's not not funny that a lot of of scenes don't work. Well, well, no, no, no. (laughs) No, no, no. It's not not because of Lost, because of watching it chronologically. Like... You know, there's there's parts where like a character will give birth and someone will be in the background watching it who, you know, isn't alive at that time frame. And, and you know, and, and that's explained in Lost if you watch it properly. But like, no, that's, that's not going to make it. Like, yeah, that's not going to make any sense. There's a reason why it's, you know, the seasons were done the way they were and you shouldn't watch all of the flashbacks together. Yeah, <laughs> like I'm, I'm fascinated by it and I might put it on and skip for it because I'm curious, but I could never commit that much. Because if I'm going to commit... 
120 hours or whatever to watching Lost, I'm going to do it the proper way. Like, I, like again, I almost want to do that again straight away. I think you um, should do it that way. Well, watch the chronological one. Yeah. I'm going to give it a go. you got, um, you got to at least get to the plane crash. <laughs> yeah, it's only 30 hours of my time. Um, but yeah, it's like, it is fascinating. But yeah, to, to actually talk about Properly Lost, just very briefly again, like I talk about it, you know, it's my favorite TV show of all time with an absolute bullet. And I think what it what it really made me realize rewatching it this time was that like Lost might be my favorite thing ever in terms of all entertainment because i don't have a favorite film it's too hard for me to call and i have a few video games like i default to two as my favorite um but it's in that category of like man if i could only have one of one piece of entertainment for the rest of my life you know i couldn't pick a film like i don't think i could pick um like death stranding or bioshock infinite above all of lost and and whilst i don't love all of lost like i love all of a certain film or all my favorite video games there's not a single thing i would change like i don't adore every episode of lost but the sum of its parts and the absolute highs i get from watching this show is unlike anything else that i've ever experienced um <laughs> do you know what the first thing that popped into my head was then what's that <laughs> like of all things what what would i you know what could i keep and obviously mm. first Terminator 2 popped in my head off. yeah yours has such an easy yeah. answer <laughs> yeah like then after that i was like okay but that's so short like mm. if i'm gonna only have one thing for the rest of my life yeah but you can't quantify like, like one... that that's not fair no but then i kind of like and then the next thing that popped in my head was oh, i'd probably just have jackass <laughs> <laughs> that is a great choice <laughs> <laughs> like i got all the tv shows i've got like i got four movies I've oh got yeah but you're five. cheating now though you can't just have like, all of the tv shows and all of the movies I'm nah. Yeah. that's bullshit it's bullshit you can have like the last <laughs> of us yeah but then so then it's like yeah because then because then i could just say well i'll just have all of resident evil like that's cheating yeah potentially i mean no, like lost is like one. an equivalent like nah, jackass man i just have jackass because that is the thing with Lost. Like, obviously, it has a game, which I like. Um, obviously, it's not a great game, but it's a fun game. Um, <laughs> I, I love that Lost is this untouched thing. And I think that it won't always be that way in my lifetime. Like, I'm sure I'll live to see some other form of Lost. Um, and whilst I would love yeah. to be fantastic, like, I think that hitting the same way... I look back at like the most recent Matrix movie, and it's like it's a minor miracle how much I love that film and how it much be... it made me love the Matrix even more. And I, that's never going to happen with Lost. Like it, it would be um, wild to think that they never touch Lost again. But it no. would also be wild to see like how they could possibly tackle that beast. Yeah, I think it would like, just be a straight up remake. Yeah, but I just you know the. <laughs> You can't just do it. This you can't just be a six season absolute remake. No, like, you've got to deviate, and then when you deviate, like that just becomes batshit to me. Like, yeah, it's just I don't know. There's something about Lost that's so difficult to to you know to to do anything with. Really, it's also a good thing. Why, and it's the only positive to come from it is why the ending and the kind of final season was so mixed. Because I think by the end of it even the writers and creators were like we don't know what the fans want from this show anymore 
And I say that because, like, I watch it, and for me, it's perfect, and it's all set up so brilliantly, and everything that happens in the final season, and specifically the final episode, is perfectly in line with everything Lost has ever stood for from the first episode. But I know that I'm in the minority. Like, apparently, again, I always think to myself, these must just be quote-unquote haters or people that didn't get it. But that can't be the, the case because so many people watched every single episode of Lost and still came up with the most moronic conclusions on what it was all about. And that just blows me away. And I'm just so happy that that's not my experience of it. But I do think that muddies the water in terms of, like, what would they do? because they must have said themselves like man we like i would if i was a right if i was one of the people that made lost and made it as perfect as it is and it had the current reception i'd be like i'm never making that shit ever again because it's so good and people don't talk about it in that category like it's 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 crazy to me um but yeah i just i love it so much i i even just talking about it now i'm like oh i might just bang on season one um the thing is as well it's so strongly um went downhill you know i'd say that like uh, in terms of like the public opinion yeah like most people i talk to or or almost everyone i talk to you know it's almost unanimous that they're like yeah the ending sucked Mm. you know and how much of that is people just parroting what they've heard rather than their actual opinion well that's the thing that i find weird you know do you know what i mean like i've never met you know Dexter was the one that was unanimous where everyone mm. was like, well, the ending fucking sucked. Like, there yeah, like Game there of Thrones as well. People yeah, say but even, yeah, but I think even with Game of Thrones, like Game of Thrones is similar to like Lost. Like they're, they're, like I said, I think the the TV show that is the most unanimous is Dexter, where it's like, yeah, I, I don't think there's a person that watched that final, or what was the final season uh, and was like, yeah, that was good. But I think mm. with Lost and, and Game of Thrones, then they're the two where it's like, especially because they're much bigger shows than Dexter, you know? Yeah. And um, they were the biggest shows on the planet. And then they just seemingly both fizzled out in the way of public opinion. Yeah. To the point that when they ended, everyone was like, yeah, I'm done with that, you know? And, and lost was, was very much that I felt like, like the second lost ended, um, we spoke about it for the next 15 years mm. and, and no one else, like that's probably what 13 years in it. Oh, it, since it ended, yeah. Yeah, I was going to say, I, when I said 15, I was like, hang on a second. I think it probably is almost that. I thought it was Yeah, because that, it's, yeah. it's the 20th anniversary next year of when it started. So, really? and I'm, I'm really, I yeah. hope they do something because, again, it's like, for the actual fans out there, which I'm sure there are plenty of them like myself, but it's, it Ooh. is a weird one. Like, I, for that, for the, my Lost fandom, I very much, and I already um, related to it once, but it is like The Matrix to me, where I've always been convinced that there's no one that's a fan of the franchise of The Matrix. People love the first film, but they don't like the franchise, <laughs> and I'm the only person I've known who oh, loves God, the franchise. Oh, God, Matrix again. <laughs> <laughs> and similar with Lost, like, I've never had a conversation with someone who's seen every episode that doesn't like it because i feel like it's what you said of people either parrot that opinion of oh Mm. it just ended badly because they've heard that or i guess they just liked it like i did like i've i want to find that person where i'm like oh so you saw it all and you didn't like it and i please tell me well i want to say like please tell me why you didn't like it because i'm open to hearing an opinion yeah that's what i mean like i just want to hear why because if if you say to me oh it didn't make a lot of sense and nothing was answered yeah, which, I mean, but the thing is, if you just say, like, 
oh, it's because they were dead the whole time. I'm like, oh, okay, you're a moron. So I, the, the conversation no, the, ends the, now. What people say to me is they're like, oh, yeah, nothing was answered. And, you know, like didn't what? Make sense <laughs> at the end. Like, it, yeah, I just can't. Like, <laughs> it's I don't so. Think you should talk to people. That, that, you know, that's no, I don't. The good thing is, I don't. No, no, exactly. Like, in general, you shouldn't talk to people. And you, <laughs> and, and you absolutely shouldn't talk to people about loss. No, I definitely you know. shouldn't. No, like you like, say, like it's only the creators I could talk to, and even then, I feel like no, I've I've been pissed yeah. off in the past when they've been um, negative about their own work. Like they were very self-deprecating. I remember about Lost after those few those like like those few years after it. Are you and talking to someone outside of me about Lost is like Doctor Strange when he comes back, and there's only one possibility where you don't get in a fight. I really want to hear the sane opinion of someone who saw all of lost and didn't like it i no, just i really want to find insane and then they'll start calling you insane and then you're gonna get into a fight every just time tell every, me, tell i've me seen these why. i've gone into the I've <laughs> that's what i mean because you know it doesn't exist like you know that no sane person could have that opinion because <laughs> it's a perfect show well, I mean, I'm not arguing that it's not because I love it as well. So. <laughs> yeah, but it's not even it's like, oh, yeah, you we just have bad taste or something. It's like I'm telling you now, I've just watched it again. It's perfect. Like, it's so perfect. <laughs> like, and I don't understand how anyone who can call themselves a fan for that long could. Again, would you really watch so what, six what years we, of so the what show? Are we doing, what are we doing next week? <laughs> no, we're just uh, so we're starting our lot lost retrospective. <laughs> we're starting with the pilot. <laughs> No, this is always going to happen. There's not a chance in hell that we're doing a lost retrospective before we do a Terminator 2 rewatch. <laughs> yeah. I'm just putting it out there. It was funny how this all started with The Leftovers um, last year, because obviously yeah. I watched that for the first time and loved it so much, and the only thing I could fill that void was with rewatching Lost. Um, <laughs> or watch from. Yeah, well, I, I could know. do that, but the funny thing is, um, I did my no, typical I don't think it's Google funny. search. I think, I think it's just going to make me angry. <laughs> I did my typical Google search of like what's Damon Lindelof been up to, and he co-created a TV show that came out this year. Oh, honestly, if you watch that fucking show, <laughs> I'm definitely going to watch it before. Before from. you watch, you're such a piece of shit. Of course, mate, he's never missed. He's had free. Uh, now, to be fair, he co-created this one, so so. Which, to be fair, he did with Lost, um, whereas obviously Leftovers and The Watchmen were like purely him. Um, but yeah, and it also it doesn't sound remotely like my cup of tea, but I'm definitely going to watch it because the man never misses. Um, but yeah, it's. Uh, but I'm it glad I've like finished it. I've definitely. Fr I'm glad now because there's so much in October that I'm looking forward to. That's new stuff. Um, so I like haven't got this ongoing thing that's taken up a lot of time, but then yeah, I wanna you know I'm probably just gonna go back to it. Like I'm a creature of habit, like you are, like we all are with our comfort Ooh. foods, and like for me, there's nothing better than just watching Lost. Um, so yeah, had a great time with it. When was the last time you watched Lost? Has it been a while? A while, a while. Mm. Yeah, a hot minute. It. Like it's definitely, I'm definitely overdue a rewatch, but it's. Mm. It's kind of exciting because I'm like because I haven't seen it for so long, it will be a yeah. lot more fresh. It was for and me like, as well. Like I've forgotten so mind, much. Yeah, and so like in my mind, I'm like, oh, the longer I go, the better it's going to be. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Is that is that psychopathic to think that way? No, because so um, when I was watching it, like one of my favorite characters is Desmond, and if you'd have yeah. asked me last week, like what is the what is the final final thing that happens to him in the timeline, I didn't know the answer. And so that was exciting to me of like, I was going into the finale, still not fully remembering every single conclusion Ooh. of the character's journey. So that was, that was awesome. Um, yeah. 
But yeah, such a good time. But yeah, that was our that was our episode on the blackening. That was fun, wasn't it? That was a while ago. Yeah, <laughs> it was. <laughs> if you're still out there, God bless you. Um, but yeah, yeah, we'll be we'll be back for some hopefully some horror. We, we might actually talk about some horror on this horror podcast at some point. Um, uh, unless you want to just tell us why like Terminator Two is the greatest movie of all time. Are you trolling me at this point? Like we're we're four hours in. Like ask that question next time. <laughs> so when gandalf comes back is gandalf the white like what's going on there like right i I guess i'm closing the episode this week so (laughs) i can see why you do this now it's really fun um (laughs) but yeah that was our that was episode that was the episode thanks for listening we'll see you next week see you later everyone I never could, how could I start now?